Hello, friends, and welcome to the Different Church Podcast. My name is Jared Haas, and it is my privilege to update you on all things Different Church. First of all, wherever you're listening right now, I just want to say I hope you're having a really great day. And if you're having a rough day, I hope that it gets better starting right now. So what's going on with Different Church? Oof. What isn't going on with Different Church? Things are crazy right now in the best of ways. We have been planning our little community for months, uh, a year even, I don't know, a really long time. And there's been a lot of, you know, abstract talk about what we think we're going to be like and what could a building look like if we're there and when do we meet and who who's involved. And I'm proud to say... It is no longer abstract. <laughs> we had our very first soft launch this past Sunday, and it was so cool to just see our little team in this room, uh, singing songs, hearing uh, Hannah speak, um, drinking Black Crow coffee. <laughs> uh, there was even, I think, maybe four or five people there who weren't a part of our launch team at all, but they've, uh, they're people who have become friends with us over the past couple months and they are um, just really excited to jump into what we're doing and let me tell you that is awesome uh we're not even officially launched yet that's going to happen on march 1st if you're listening to this i hope you're planning on coming it's going to be awesome um and i'm really excited and stoked about all the people that are going to be there that day but for everybody who is so excited and can't wait until then and has already expressed interest in coming out thank you uh, that's just, it's really cool. Um, you know, you, you take a, a leap of faith and, and put yourself out there and you don't know if anybody's going to be interested and to see people actually care about what we're doing. And it's people we don't even know, you know, um, sure. There's, uh, some of our friends are, are really excited to be along on this journey, but we knew the whole time that we would have to kind of find our audience. You know, we can't just depend on, <clears throat> Uh, our friends and family and people that we already know uh, for one reason for me especially is it's the church is all the way in St. Pete and I'm all the way in Tampa <laughs> so we need to find our audience that lives around there and it's just really cool to see people uh, come out and want to get involved and I don't know it's I'm just blown away uh, so thank you um I hope that we didn't scare you off the first week. <laughs> and I, I actually do know in week two, there's at least a couple more people that are going to be joining up who haven't been involved in anything so far. So we're already growing by like, I don't know, 10%. <laughs> if we can just do that every week, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am recording this on a Wednesday night. We have three more soft launch services. If you want to try and come to one of those, just uh, reach out to us, uh, hello at diffchurch.com, or you can hit us up on social media at diffchurch. Um, you're more than welcome to come out, uh, but we're just saying don't judge us until <laughs> March 1st. And even then, don't judge us, you know? It would be just like church work to have everything go really well, and then the grand opening, like we blow a fuse or something. <laughs> Oh, I'm knocking on wood. Okay, so the big stuff that is going on in our world right now, obviously, is the grand opening. Uh, please come out. It's at the St. Pete Opera Company. <clears throat> the doors and coffee will be open at 10 a.m., and the service starts at 1030, 
and it should last around an hour. And then we're going to hit the town afterwards and go out and grab brunch or grab a drink or, or whatever. We might even go to a couple different places because right now there's already about 100 people who are either going or interested in going on our Facebook um, event. So that's that's pretty amazing, <laughs> considering I think we had uh, maybe like 25 people on Sunday. Uh, so I'm just I, I'm really excited to open this up to the world and just see who comes out. Uh, and so again, thank you. Um, so the grand opening is is really the big deal for us right now. But also this coming Sunday, we are doing a community project. We're partnering with Reach St. Pete. They run this uh, event called Under the Bridge, and they feed people who are struggling with homelessness. <clears throat> if you follow us on social media or have listened to our podcast at all, you may have heard that we actually were lucky enough to have some money to pay for every single meal on Christmas Eve last year. Um, we do this thing called reverse tithe. Anytime somebody gives us a dollar, we immediately, just before anything, set aside 10 cents and give it right back to the community. We figure if we're going to be uh, asking people to be generous and give to us, we want to model that right out of the gate. So our very first reverse tithe payment was to reach St. Pete, and it paid for every single meal on Christmas Eve. Uh, we weren't physically there, um, but that's you know that's okay. We're going to physically be there this Sunday. We're going to meet some friends. It's going to be an awesome time. If you want to join up for that, you can RSVP on the website, or again, just shoot us an email, hello at diffchurch.com. Find us on social media, whatever you, uh, you know, whatever, however you want to get a hold of us, just let us know you want to come out. Uh, we also have a diversity training on the 13th. This is something we're really excited about. Uh, because of the type of church that we are, where we're totally okay with who you are. In fact, we think you're pretty rad. Uh, we're hoping and expecting to get some people in our doors who have been marginalized by mainline churches. And so we want to uh, learn how to interact with those communities uh, the best. And this is uh, a safe place to ask questions and to just uh, learn about uh, other people and if you're someone who is interested in something like that, let us know. We do need um, some hard RSVP numbers for that. So you'll have to let us know before the 13th, but uh, reach out to us. We'd love for you to be involved in that as well. Um, I also mentioned earlier the reverse tithe. We have been saving all of our reverse tithes the past couple months, and we're somewhere around $2,000 right now. And we're trying to figure out what our next one is going to be. And we thought about maybe crowdsourcing some ideas and maybe even like pulling names out of a hat at our grand opening. So if you're um, if you just really love a particular charity or a cause that is affecting uh, the Tampa St. Pete area, specifically St. Pete, <clears throat> we would love to hear from you. Um, make us aware of what it is. And we would love to consider giving some money to that organization. So uh, just let us know if you've got a charity you're really excited about that you think could use uh, some money from different church. Uh, let us know. We'll, we'd love to do it. What else do we have going on? I, I think that's kind of it. Things are uh, like, it's funny. We have the grand opening coming up, uh, but we're not doing our small group meetings right now. We're going to launch those in April sometime. Um, so things kind of feel like they're slowing down even though we're speeding up to this 
insane grand opening. <laughs> so we'll see you there for that. Um, let us know if you want to come out to any of our community projects coming up, or if you want to be a part of giving some money to a reverse tithe. Okay, now is the time that I would normally pass the ball off to Hannah, uh, but today I'm not going to do that. Um, starting next week, this podcast is going to change formats just slightly, and it's going to just be the message that Hannah gives on Sundays. Uh, we did a little trial run this past Sunday, and we recorded it, and I, I think it should work fine. Uh, we'll see next week. <laughs> so this is kind of the last podcast before we do that, and you're just you're stuck with me. Um, so this is going to be probably the shortest podcast in the history of the Different Church podcast, and I thought that I would do my best uh, Hannah impression tonight and... I'm definitely not calling this a sermon or a Bible study. <laughs> Let's call it a TED Talk. Is that okay? I'm giving a TED Talk um, via this podcast. And so now is when I would throw it to Hannah. But since I'm not, let's bring the music back in anyway, just because I think the music is really cool. So here's the music. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the serious portion of... The different church podcasts. Oh, and I always get to name these things. Tonight we're going to be talking about wonder. So I name this podcast, Oh Wonderful, It's Just Jarrett. <laughs> okay, wonder. I want to tell you a story about my son Owen, who is two and a half. If we are friends on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, or in real life, <laughs> I'm sure you're uh, familiar with the famous Owen. I don't have a problem saying that he is probably the cutest toddler in the world. Um, I should get him an agent and start making money off of how cute he is. Um, he's really tall. Uh, he's got a just infectious grin with a big gap in his teeth, which is hilarious. His hair is wild. He's got big blue eyes. He's awesome. Um, and ever since he was like probably, I don't know, six months, eight months, maybe a little older, he's been obsessed with planes. Uh, anytime we're out for a walk and he hears a plane, he'll look up and he'll go, plane. We'll be in a car, maybe. And he'll say plane, and I would bet you $100 there's not a plane. But every single time he says it, there's a plane. I might not see it, but he sees it. And uh, I'm just really inspired by the way that he loves planes. We even have taken him to the airport a bunch of times um, to just hang out there, see planes take off. Uh, you can get like visitor passes to actually go to the terminals. So we'll go there and have a really expensive Wendy's lunch <laughs> or something. And uh, Tiffany and I have actually joked that, you know, clearly he's going to be a pilot one day because he loves planes so much. So now I want to tell you about a magician and a book that this magician wrote. Uh, his name's Nate Staniforth. Uh He has a book called Here is Real Magic. I super duper recommend it. <clears throat> it's uh, it's actually a book about wonder, and uh, he kind of approaches wonder from the lens of magic. Uh, if you're an audiobook guy, I even recommend it more because he's got a great voice. I'm super into like relaxing listens, and he's just got this killer voice. And um, I went out of town 
uh, for a gig and like listened to the whole thing on the plane there and back and, and while I was there in the hotel. And I, I just had a great time. So the gist behind this book is he's been a professional mu- uh, magician since he was like in college. And uh, it's a lot of touring. Um, and it's not necessarily glamorous touring uh, because he's just doing it by himself. Um, There's a lot of college touring at the beginning. And um, they they say, you know, whenever you're on tour, you're not actually anywhere. Like, yeah, maybe the tour says you're in Ohio or Nebraska or Chicago, but you're not really because you don't have time to go see it. <clears throat> you're in, you know, the Hyatt and the carpets look the same in every single one. And the bedspreads are the same. And then you leave the hotel and you go to the venue and all the venues are the same. And it just, it turns into this like March. And he got into the business of being a magician because he was just totally in love with the feeling that you get of experiencing magic and showing magic to an audience. And, you know, somewhere around after show... Five million, <laughs> or you know, however many shows he's doing, that starts to go away. And he's married, you know, he's um, misses his wife, and instead of being with her, he's in South Dakota <laughs> or whatever. And so he started to become really just uh, disenfranchised with his life, and he got scared of that, and he wanted to kind of shake it up and do something to recapture his wonder for his work that he loved. And so what he did is he took a trip to India. I know that's probably very cliche. <laughs> There's lots of books about people going to India to find religion and spirituality or, or whatever. But cliches are cliche for a reason. And that's because apparently India is magic. <laughs> and it's uh, magic packed in with just, you know the most amount of humanity that you can possibly pack into an area. It's super crowded everywhere you go. Uh, But he um, had some contacts and met some people over there and just had a really great trip and just, it's totally worth the read. I I don't want to like steal his thunder, but please check it out. It's kind of his story about how he got outside of his own life to recapture the wonder. And, and I just think about all of us and, you know, how are you doing? Are you bored? Are you tired? Are you stressed? What's your day-to-day life like? Are you, you know, watching a kid every day? And I know from personal experience that that's one of the coolest things that you can do as a human is to have a kid. But, man, the days can get tough. You know, maybe he's like throwing tantrums every day and he doesn't want to listen to you or or whatever it is. It's just the same thing over and over and over. Or maybe you're at a a job that you don't really care about and you're desperate to find something else, but you can't and it pays the bills. So you're just going to keep going. I don't know, forever. Um, Maybe you're in a relationship that is just a cycle of arguments Um, whatever you've got going on right now, 
if uh, if you're having some problems, if you're sad, bored, if you're on the verge of kind of losing hope, I think one of the things that we can do is try and break outside of what our normal lives are like and look for wonder. I want to circle back to Nate Santaforth and tell one story that he tells in his book. This is one of the best stories in there, but it definitely won't ruin the book. Just go get it. <laughs> anyway, his favorite magician is a guy named David Burglis. And he describes him as basically like the embodiment of the Dos Equis man. <laughs> He's like the most interesting man in the world. He was a rock star, genius, and he was lucky enough to have a chance to meet him. He basically sent uh, David a letter and saying, you know, I'll meet you anywhere in the world. Just if you could have dinner with me or something, please. And so he gets in contact with him. He tells him to, you know, like hang out on a particular corner in London one day and he picks him up goes back to uh, David's house and they, you know, spend a couple hours there. And right before they're about to walk into like the parlor, <laughs> David Bur Burglis is British uh, and parlor seems like a very British room to have in a house. I don't remember if it was a parlor. It could have been like a living room or sitting room or something. <clears throat> but anyway, right before they go in, uh, he turns to Nate Santaforth and says, Nate, you're married, right? And he's like, yeah. And you would know if your wife had a favorite flower, right? And he says, yeah, the peonies. And then his face kind of lights up a little bit. And he goes in the room and doesn't really say anything. He just kind of sits down. He's acting very nonchalant. But on the table is a vase of peonies. Crazy, right? Just like kind of amazing trick. And then they're sitting there for a while. And Nate looks outside and notices there are like rows and rows of peonies outside this guy's window. He's like, my favorite part of this room is the view. And so, of course, at this point, Nate's losing his mind. And they don't even really, like, talk about it. Like, he just slow plays it, and it never comes up again. So he eventually leaves the house, like, hours later. And he goes to a bar to just, like, write down all of his kind of, like, memories of the day. He wanted to remember everything that he could. And uh, he calls his wife and tells her the story. And she's like, Nate, that's impossible. And he's like, yeah, I know that's impossible. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's November. Peonies only bloom in May. So, yeah, uh, he has no idea how he pulled it off. And <laughs> I've heard him on a couple podcasts. And he says it happened in 2013. And he literally thinks about it every day. The thing about life is it happens every day. And we don't get to have cool things like that happen very often. And sometimes even the things that we're really excited about can kind of become mundane. Um, my son doesn't really care that much about planes anymore. It's such a bummer. Anytime I notice one, I always try and point it out to him, hoping that he'll look up and like be amazed and smile. And he doesn't really care. <laughs> it's such a bummer. But the good news is every day he finds something to be amazed about. And I love it. Um, unfortunately, as we grow and get older, we just we lose that. We become cynical and, you know, we become jaded. And there's a lot of good reasons that that happens. But I just want to take time out today to encourage you to do something that helps you feel amazed. Um, I think feeling a sense of wonder for the world uh, can really help us spiritually because 
it makes us feel humility. Um, we understand that there's greater forces outside of us and that, you know, we're not the center of the universe and whatever you got to do to go find some wonder, I encourage you to do it. Take a couple minutes uh, after this podcast is over and think about something that really brings you a sense of amazement and then do it. Uh, Living here in Florida, you know, go to the beach, watch a sunset. Um, Maybe there's a a particular band or artist that you just are blown away by their music and the lyrics that they write. Uh, Read your favorite book, travel, Uh, Whatever you can do, go find some wonder. And if you can't think of anything, I'm going to leave you with two things that blow my mind. (laughs) And this is silly, but I'm also being serious. Yawning blows my mind. So did you know that we still don't really know why we yawn? Like, we have iPhones. um, I have Wi-Fi. We, we've landed on the moon, uh, but we don't really know why we yawn. Yes, we have some guesses if you're Googling right now. Um, we used to think that it was, you know, just a, an indicator that we were tired. Uh, the most recent studies suggest that it's a way to cool down our brain. Uh, maybe our brains get too hot and we suck in this big breath of oxygen and it cools the brain down, but it's not confirmed. It's just, it's still just a guess. And then not only that, you might be yawning right now because I'm talking about yawning. How crazy is that? It's, it's suggestive and it's contagious and that doesn't make any sense. Again, the science is just guessing here, but we think it's somehow related to pack mentality and empathy. A lot of times people who can like see the word yawn written and then yawn, or if you yawn around them, they yawn, um, those end up being the most empathetic people. So that's kind of the guess is that it's related to empathy, but we're not 100% sure. And it blows my mind (laughs) that something that we do, the animals do, uh, and we still haven't figured it out yet. Are you yawning? I'm about to yawn. I'm going to leave this in the podcast. Okay, here we go. Uh, You can only say it so much before you do it. Okay. Authenticity right there. All right. One more thing that I want to leave you with. Magpies. Do you know what magpies are? Magpies are, as far as I know, the only bird that is self-aware. There's this test that you can do with animals where you put a sticker somewhere on their body and then you show them a mirror and the ones that are self-aware will realize, oh, I have a sticker on my arm or whatever, wing, (laughs) and then they'll try and, you know, get it off. Um, Magpies are the only bird that are self-aware. What are the other animals that are self-aware? Great question. Um, Certain dolphins whales, certain uh, primates, but the list is really small. There's only like nine animals that are self-aware. And uh, that's amazing. That makes me, that wrinkles my brain. Um, Those are silly examples. Um, I also really love being out on a cold day and seeing like a clear sky. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Just, I just want to encourage you. I know you're busy. I know you're stressed out. 
Uh, but just take some time out today, take some time out this weekend, whatever you need, uh, go find something that will just make you feel like a kid again and help you experience some wonder.